what do they what do they do in like the actual tv industry the way they count down is funny it's like three two and then they don't say one and they just go well that's Something i like mean that. it makes you feel like important at that point it does it's like you know naturally the one should be there but he didn't say it because he, you're just the pro like you know you know that live I, means live i think it's really cool that you when you go live you act you just we just keep talking like we don't like before we went live like we were just extend that conversation that's the way to do it i think i just like pressing the button randomly and then telling people you know we're live now by the way because i don't like the formality you know i don't like the director's like little what's that thing called for movies whenever they let you know a scene's being recorded i don't know it's weird the, 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 what is that thing called i don't know it definitely has a name and i can't remember it for the life well, of but me. you know what that thing is for that clap 100 percent. yeah it's yeah to put like that break in so they can find it really easy. yeah yep a little little spike in the clip it is nice to do i see a lot of like youtubers will clap really loud at the beginning of their videos and just keep it there so it's, well, maybe maybe they're just proud of themselves. I think right. that that could be too. Hey, somebody's got to clap for you, right? That's so, right. We are live. Well, we I am live from V and V Scratch Kitchen in Finleyville. So, as you guys know, our Pittsburgh Combat Sports Podcast Hidden Gem series is rolling. We have nominations for everybody's favorite hidden gem in Pittsburgh, favorite food place that you may not have heard about in Pittsburgh. V&V Scratch Kitchen was a nomination from, hang on, let me see here real quick. Nominated by Leanna Taracito. Sorry if I said your name poorly, but here we Terracito. go. Taracito. 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 You're probably correct. Taracito. That let sounds me, way better. Leanna, if, if you are, if you see this and you can say who's right, please let us know. I think it's Tara. I'm betting on you. That sounds right. From the Pittsburgh Foodies Facebook group, which if you guys are in Pittsburgh, in or around the area, and you're into food, cannot recommend the Pittsburgh Foodies group enough for recommendations, reviews. Anytime like I want to try something new and I'm craving a burger, craving wings, I'll just drop drop in that group and say, hey, who has the best wings north of this? I mean, you can get very specific with the location too. You know, 10 minutes from McKeesport or something like that. So the place is awesome. And this V and V scratch kitchen, my friends also pretty dang awesome. I got some pictures to share for you. So, well, well my, my, so I had to go home to do the podcast. I was there with him and then I forgot my earphones and that wouldn't work in that like environment. So I had to come home to do my end of the podcast or else I would be there in separate, you know, we would kind of split up. And do yep. it, but check that out. That's what I ate. Their steak and cheese bomb. Ryan with the steak and cheese, nice fries on the side, fresh cut boys. I mean, homemade pickle. That's nice. Smoked wing, sweet Thai chili, smoked wings. Freaking delicious. Really enjoyed them. The fries were that phenomenal. Was, so I I think the the wings were their special. Like, I don't think they did did they was the wings on the normal menu? I don't think they were. Yeah, I didn't see them on the paper menu. They were up on the chalkboard when we got here. Yeah. They did They did have some Lent specials as well. But as you can see, Ryan and I did not uh, obey Friday Lent rules today. We ate some meat. So uh, 
chicken wings, French fries were amazing. But this, for me, definitely stole the show, man. This grilled cheese that I got there, it was called The Heathen. And it, it had uh, beef cheese. Any name for you. Yeah, that's yeah, it's true. And for eating meat on Friday. Um, beef cheeks, bacon, tomato, cheese, some other stuff going on. I can't even remember what all was on that. That is really. correct. He did say beef cheeks. Hey there, beef cheeks. <laughs> beef cheeks. I don't know. I don't think people appreciate it when you call them beef cheeks, but I certainly appreciate eating beef cheeks. I'll tell you that. It- if someone called me beef cheeks, I would not think that that's like a flattering thing. I just wouldn't. no, no, it really doesn't seem like it. But I, I will say, like, if you guys have never eaten beef cheeks, highly recommend that. They are ridiculously fatty and tender, and just like melt in your mouth. It sounds weird, and I will give you that. It seems weird to eat, you know, a cow's face, <laughs> but that face meat—that's good stuff. So we got, we got TJ Timbo music in here, dude. First off, I just appreciate your support, man. Like, I see you all the time commenting, sharing, and following us and always supporting us. So, dude, this means a lot that you're in here on the on the stream. So, shout out Timbo Music for being in here, man. He's he's the man. Timbo, but we we all we always try to go live. The only time we're pre-recorded is like if the internet or we couldn't possibly, you know, broadcast live we only really pre-record if we have to we will have some in the like like uh hunter recorded one this week that sits in the hopper when we need it or if we don't need it then we'll put it out when when the when the timing's right but yeah we try to be live and that just happened last last friday i tried to go live with lucas siebert and uh the connection was all ridiculous couldn't couldn't go live really. We kept dropping out. Everything was going wrong. So thankfully, I had that Craig Perry interview pre-recorded, and was able to just post that instead. So we always try to keep one in the can, like Ryan said. So you always got to have a backup. Whenever we did this hidden gems thing, the idea was always to do what I'm doing right now, like stream it live from the restaurant. Sometimes that's just not possible. You know, you get bad Wi-Fi, bad internet out in these places, or the place is very small and loud, or something like that. If it logistically doesn't make sense obviously we won't do it that day but when it makes sense like today you know this area here at vnv scratch kitchen is really nice um i'm just sitting here chilling i got a question for you hunter did you did you did you tell them like hey i'm gonna record a live podcast you know did you say anything no i just showed up and pulled out my microphone well i knew i knew you just showed up but (laughs) we were you know half hour away from going live so yeah so we got a special guest for the show today, guys. It's not just me and Ryan. We're going to tag somebody in, and uh, I believe who they might have, that be? Who could have? Can you guys even handle the suspense right now? I'm just going to leave him right now for a peek behind what? the curtain. He's, He's just, sitting in the waiting room. Yeah. He can hear us. Yeah. So, like, I don't know who could it be. I don't know, but he's just sitting there all grayed out. He can't talk. Like, if he tries to talk, you won't hear it. So, I don't know. No, we'll tag him in. This is enough. That's this probably is- a good thing that you can't hear him. Like, let's People- not be able to see him or hear him. We'll talk about him, though. Definitely. People probably appreciate it. But here we go. Here he comes. Dun, dun, dun. Play the walkout music. There dun, he dun. is. <laughs> it's the best-looking guy in Pittsburgh MMA, baby. 100%. I've been here the whole time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nice what's up ethan what's going on guys 
Hey, much, can you dude. do me a favor, Ethan? Could you, would you mind turning your phone the landscape? This way? Why are you always whining? It makes right. it better. Well, because there's a lot of things that could make you better, but you, you refuse to do them. No, I'm just I'm like, good enough in general. That's what I like, thought. Like, that's what I was going to say. Is that what you say? Yeah, okay. Yeah, he, he's like peak. This is peak male performance. You may not like it, but Ethan Goss, that's peak male performance right there. Exactly. Well, the, the, thing, I don't under, the thing I don't understand about Ethan is like he's like I, I'll say like men in general are like just barely one step above the cavemen. Ethan is caveman. Like he is not one step above caveman. He That's lives fair. as a raccoon. Like he's cave. Hey. Yeah. Yet. But do it right. Somehow he convinced a good-looking female to marry him. It's the weirdest thing. I don't understand. Look, hey, she knew she's out kicking her coverage. That's all. <laughs> I. 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 I, I Whoa! What was that? That was oh, weird. I had a phone coming in. The remix. That was my my brother was actually just calling me. Don't worry. Nice. Be like, Are you on a podcast right now? <laughs> yes, it's live. It it really uh, is. So Ethan, you know the good people at home are probably wondering why you're here, dude. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do the honors. Well, wait, before oh, we get into that, let, wait, oh, wait, right. wait, 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 wait. All right, all right, all right. Ethan, before we get into that. Let's talk about last show you were supposed to be on it. What what happened? Oh, yeah. Last show, I was supposed to uh, – the FedEx guy just backed in the driveway too. So, uh, last show, um, I was supposed to be on February 5th. I was fighting for the uh, 247 featherweight championship against James Adcock. And then what? about two and a half weeks out, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> About two and a half weeks out, uh, James decided that he no longer wanted to. Uh, he no longer wanted to fight, and his excuse was that he uh, he got COVID, and he said that he tried to train through it after a week, you know, of having it or whatever. And uh, he just wasn't going to be able to train through it. It was just too much. So I said, okay, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. COVID affects everyone differently. They were pretty adamant on wanting to rebook the fight. So I'm like, yeah, well, let's do it for April 16th then. And then his coach comes back and says, uh, he still isn't able to go through the warm-ups. I can't see him you know, being ready to fight by April 16th. Long story short, James Adcox is a bitch and did not want to fight me because he took a fight with Cody Law at Bellator March 12th, which was last weekend, and absolutely got starched. Um, you know, I was nice about the whole – and the build-up with James. You know, I said he was a tough guy and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, obviously you got to be somewhat tough to be a professional fighter, but James was a cherry-picking sucker man uh he ran from tough fights and that's exactly what he did here he ran from a tough fight that was going to be in front of him and uh he got what he wanted and then to make matters worse he caught the fight with bellator that i have been begging to get 
and that was against Cody Law. So, but it didn't work out great for him. Not that I want to see, you know, I get my rocks off to anybody losing, but that's what happens when you run from tough fights on the regional scene. That's well, the the Ethan gospel. Exactly. <laughs> where did, where, did that just roll off the tongue? Like that just came it did. Out? It you did. I just thought about that until this moment. I probably no, should have saved it, it. Did it really sound that great or what? <laughs> I guess. I guess it was just that good, man. I don't know. I should. I should be saving that though. You got inspired, man. That was. That was yeah. good. It was, man. I mean. I'm I definitely Ethan. It was a weird situation, man. Like I got to agree with you whenever that fight was announced all the way up, you know, his coach, Jason King, Knoxville MMA, they're awesome people. And we've said on the podcast multiple times, how much we enjoyed working with them and everything. And that was a great fight with, with you and James. And when that James Adcock versus Cody law poster came out, when Bellator published that, I was like, Whoa, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Definitely was weird for everybody involved because, you know, we heard the same things you did. So I don't know, yeah, man. I mean, so yeah. Here's my thing. I'm going to respect you more if you say, no, I don't want to fight a guy like you right now. You know what I mean? Or no, I don't, I don't want to take a fight with a guy like you right now. Um, I will respect you more for that than I will for you signing a contract and then giving me some bogus ass excuse and giving us another bogus ass excuse to to not book the fight at a later date and then take a fight, you know, with Bellator. I mean, yeah, it's Bellator and he jumped on it that he was offered that fight. I mean, he jumped on it, but you really, you, you had this excuse that you physically wasn't going to be able to fight me because you were having trouble with COVID. Like I said, I gave him the benefit of the doubt with COVID because it, you know, it affects people differently. You know, I don't know. I mean, he, some people get it and have no symptoms. Other people would puts on their ass. Him, he just didn't want to fight, man. I mean, that was the bottom line. That's all there was to it. So, yeah. So wasted Bellator, my time, wasted your time. Yeah. So so Bellator, um, if you know, if you guys ever listen in, you know, Cody Law, Ethan has Ethan has a fight with us April sixteenth. Or if Cody Cody, I know Cody might listen. Ethan has said, I want, I, I would love to like test myself against Cody. I have a lot of respect for him. I, I, I think that's a challenge I'd like to, I'd like to take on. And so, you know, Ethan has a fight with us April 16th. Maybe, maybe that could be something that um, could be down the road for Bellator with Cody. Who knows? Uh, but if you want someone who's a gamer, Bellator and, and Cody, um, this is definitely a, a good, good shot. Good. I'll say anytime, any place, anywhere, man. It doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, as you guys know, they called right after the Adcox fight, uh, looking for me to step in on a week's notice down in Phoenix against one of their guys, and I wholeheartedly and fully accepted the deal, and pretty much had myself all psyched up like I was going to going to Phoenix to fight for Bellator, you know, on seven days' notice, and. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I ended up not getting picked. I ended up picking somebody else, whether it was the guy I was fighting or Bellator. I don't know. Somebody picked somebody else. So, but uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was something. You know, we we worked we worked to try to make that happen, and and unfortunately it didn't. But that puts you where at. So let's update us. What's going on now, brother? 
So now, you know, we fast forwarded clear into the month of March. Uh, we didn't get to fight in February. Now I will be fighting April 16th at the Monroeville Convention Center for the 247 Featherweight Championship against Kevin Barbie Barbarina, who is the younger brother of Brian Barbarina. Is he actually his brother? Yeah. From what I understand, that's his brother. That's sick. <laughs> See, Ethan just taught me something. I didn't even realize they were brothers. Obviously knew the names were similar, but uh, and they're both awesome fighters. So this is a killer fight, man. Um, you guys can see the fight poster on the screen. Ethan, this title fight is a long time coming for you, dude. This is uh, I know how much this means to you. How has your preparation felt, you know, leading up? Does it feel a little different with knowing gold's on the line? And this is kind of when we did the podcast, just me and you, I remember you saying, you know, this that means more than anything because I can buy other things that I want in life. This is something that can't be bought. That's only earned. Yeah. Um, you know, it really feels like I put in two camps for this for this fight. Um, obviously, you know, putting in pretty much a full camp for the last one in February that didn't go through. And uh, to be honest with you, I never really lifted the photo off the gas pedal. We just I kept going because Cam had to, you know, Cam had his fight. So I just kept going to the gym and, uh, you know, Cam after Cam's fight happened in April, um, I just kept going to the gym and I never really lost my cardio or my conditioning. And, uh, you know, we're starting out, we started out great. I mean, I feel like I started this camp in prime shape as I was, you know, almost at the point where I was peaking, getting ready for the Atcox fight. And like I said, I just never lifted my foot off the gas pedal. So, so you're going to make 135. Down. What's that? So you're going to make 135. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> that, that was uh, – I, I, I did that twice before. That's not uh, – that's not for me. How, wait, not how many years ago was that, Ethan? Uh, 2015. So what's that, seven years? Yeah. Yeah, twice in 2015, I made 135, and yeah, not a a good thing. It was too much, definitely too much. Yeah, that's freaking nuts, man. It's cool that, you know, you mentioned how the team there at Gorilla House, you know, had to help Cam get ready for his fight, and that kind of kept you in shape and everything. What, uh, since we haven't really talked to him, I guess we'll, I'm just asking you to spill the beans in a way, like, how's Cam feeling after suffering his first defeat, and it was a hard fight against a really hard opponent as well. I mean, that was an awesome fight that we talked about a ton leading up, and it actually fully delivered. But, you know, how's uh, how's Cam handling that? How, how has he responded? Oh, man, Cam's in good spirits. Uh, you know, Cam makes jokes about it, and that's what we do at Gorilla House, too. We, we ride each other pretty hard and pick on each other about everything. Um, but yeah, Cam will make jokes about it that way. He'd be like, hey, you know, if you want to kick my ass, you better call Hunter Starner. You know, he's the only one who can do it. And uh, like I said, we all pick on each other and stuff. Like Darren, Darren just had the big 5-0 birthday, and he's in denial about it. He just can't. He had to delete his whole family off his Facebook. Really? He's only he's only 50? Ouch. Yeah. Just turned wow. 50. I, I put him at like 50, 60, something like I mean, 55, I, 60? Uh, that's what I thought. But no, he just turned 50. And like oh. I said, he had to he had to block his whole family on his Facebook because he didn't want to make a 50-year-old post about happy birthday post about him. So, but uh, yeah, we, we 
like I said, we pick on all of us. All of us get it pretty hard from everyone. But, uh, you know, Cam's in good spirits. Cam's back. Cam's training, you know. Um, he's still in school. So that takes some of some of his time and stuff. There's nights where, like, he might not be able to be in or he might not be able to be in at the time we start. But uh, Cam's a workhorse, you know. He just always has been, always will be. And he's just nothing but a competitive go, no matter yeah. who he goes with. Um you know, Cam's one of them guys, whether he ever fights or whether he would quit fighting, he would still train because it's just that's what he loves, what he loves to do. So, yeah, that's what it's all about. And it definitely shows in his fights. You know, like we said, Hunter Starner was an elite prospect as well. So we knew that was kind of a best versus best kind of matchup. And they both certainly had their moments. And I'll say, you know, Cam came the closest to end in that fight for sure. That guillotine looked tight, man. I, it was just it was a good fight. I would love to see that one run back sometime down the road or see where they both go. You know, I think they still have super promising careers, both of them. Yeah, I could see those two clashing on a bigger stage later in life. You know what I mean? Because that's like I said, that was that's two top notch guys um, right there that, that was that stepped in and took on a tough challenge. You know, and that's what amateur fighting is supposed to be. Two guys that are six and oh, you know, two guys that are tough as they are fight another guy that's just as tough or tougher than them. Um, that's what amateur fighting is supposed to be. You know, you're supposed to go out. You're supposed to fucking test yourself. You're supposed to have these tough fights. So you're prepared mentally and physically prepared to, to jump to the pro ranks. And uh, that's, you don't see a lot of it in today's amateur fighting. Unfortunately, yeah. We've heard that from so many people, and I wish every amateur fighter out there would listen whenever you're saying that because – Every pro fighter who, you know, gets to that level kind of that you're at, you know, established a guy competing for a title, they all say the same thing. Like, you don't need to be afraid of losing as an amateur. That's the whole point of the amateur ranks is to get that experience so that when you get to that level, you're prepared. And that's a Cam's a gamer. You're obviously a gamer. That whole Gorilla House crew is a gamer in that way. But I just wish more amateur fighters would really let that sink in. I, I know, like, the prospect of losing a fist fight is definitely not fun. Nobody wants to go in and lose a fist fight, but it's really not the end of the world for amateurs if that does happen. And that's that's the part of it that is literally, I mean, it's inevitable because if you do this long enough, somebody is going to whoop your ass, you know, if you're not prepared. No matter how long these amateur guys go, you know, if they do five fights against a bunch of nobodies, you know, and they think they're ready to go pro and jump pro, unless you're being spoon-fed, you know, pro matchups, somebody somewhere is going to kick your ass because you're going to run into a real son of a bitch that can really fight. And it's going to happen, you know. You might even run into it wherever you are right now, Ethan. Like, you look ready to go. Like, Timbo just commented on our stream sun's out guns out you look like you're ready to throw down right now you're showing off that double camp bod <laughs> yeah uh you know what i mean i just got done working double for the camp day. dad bod dad bod hey you got the dad bod going on look at you hey, dude, I, lost weight. I don't want to hear it <laughs> <laughs> no That's man I'm like i'm i'm active 24 7 like i was like said I, well, I didn't know if i was going to be able to make it on the stream here because i didn't know if i was going to get done doing the job yesterday I spent all day in a muddy ditch, you know what I mean? Rolling out pipes, shoveling mud, you know, that's just, that's my life. That's all day, every day. I, I'm on the move. I'm on the go. So I'm ready for anything at any time. Nice. Well, nice. we, 
Go ahead, Ryan. That reminds me of John De Jesus. Like, I think he's he's uh, I think he might have left his job, but you know, j- until just recently, you know, he was up doing the tr- like climbing trees and working in the like as a yeah, he's uh, a what a arbit arbit what do they call that? Yeah, arbitrist or something. Yeah, arborist. Arborist. Yeah. Yeah, and so that dude like is always working out, kind of like you're always working out, and then you're working out all day long, and then you go to the gym all evening. Like you guys are in tip top shape. Yeah, it's a grind, man. And you know, so a lot of these younger kids, like, uh, you know, you got to dedicate yourself to it. And they, uh, you know, a lot of people make excuses like, oh, well, you know, I'm, my friends want to go out tonight or, you know, I mean, if this is what you want to do, you're going to make time for it. You're going to make it a priority. Um, it's been 10 years straight for me of doing it this way. Work all day long, go to the gym in the evening, train all evening. You know what I mean? Get up, do it all over again. So maybe that's why Kaylee's still with you. She's never seen you. She's never like. Exactly. I mean, I've told her, and you know, I've told her, like, one of these days, your eyesight could come back. Like, what are you going <laughs> to What are you walking into here? She, uh, yeah, she usually yells at me if I don't go to the, like, if there's a night that I don't make it to the gym. She's like, you need to be going to the gym. So maybe that's what's going on. Yeah. That's maybe what Ryan's sneaking over when I'm at the gym. What she's really saying is, I have a guest coming over. Please <laughs> leave. That's what I said. Maybe Ryan's sneaking over when I'm going to the gym. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? It's That's a, great. It's a, long, it's a long hike, bro. I'm tired of that drive. Please stay <laughs> home more. Hey, we don't. We don't want to start any more rumors to give you know any more bottom feeders any any uh, evidence on your hair. So <laughs> nice. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So, dude, I uh, we glossed over it because I got so distracted by the fact that. Kevin Barbarina is Brian Barbarina's brother. That distracted me so much that I forgot to ask you about the fight itself. I mean, what kind of matchup are what kind of matchup are the fans in for here? Because obviously, an out of town guy, guessing they don't know a ton about him. What do you know about Kevin, and how do you match up with him? Um, you know, so basically, like I said, I was being nice, uh, you know, saying about the James Adcock when you guys asked me about that one. This one, I'm not sugarcoating. I'm being like completely honest with you. Kevin is a tough dude. He just beat Jeffrey Holmes at 155 pounds, which Jeffrey Holmes is a veteran. He's been around just as long or longer than I have. Um, And Jeff Holmes is a very good wrestler. Um, Kevin has fought uh, Dennis Pavia, or however you say his name, for CES, who was, you know, considered one of the top top 10 guys in the nation at one point. Um, You know, Kevin's a dog, man. And I've I seen it in his fight with Jeff. Like, he's a dog because Jeff was putting it on him. And, uh, you know, Kevin came back and was able to get the finish and get the win. So, I'm expecting, dog I'm expecting what you guys got in uh, Johnstown. So, back in August. Uh, that's the type of fight I expect. I think it's going to be a, a barn burner matchup. I think it's something the fans are going to enjoy. And, uh I think we're going to put on one hell of a show. Well, that's Ethan, You're you're a big you're a big uh, wrestling fan, so I gotta I gotta put you on the spot and like 
for someone watching this and they've never come to a show, like do WWE style promo for April 16th, bro. Yeah, but I'm not good at that stuff, though. I'm not good at the promo part. I ain't embarrassing myself. You you talked me into doing this dumb shit a long time ago. I can't embarrass myself then. I can't do it now. No, no one saw it, dude. Don't worry. No, everyone loves you, bro. You're like you're you're like the gone twenty four seven. I need a toothpick to flick. You know what I mean? I gotta be like, hey, Chico. You're the lovable caveman. That's your Uh new nickname, Ethan, the lovable caveman, Goss. No, no, that sounds. That's just. Sounds stupid. Ethan 316. <laughs> that just sounds stupid. Ethan 316 yeah. might be a copyright infringement. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Ethan 316 says, I'll just kick your ass. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> I was going to say something about Adcock, but I'll, I'll, I'll let that. I'll let you do <laughs> on that later. Well, I am going to plug real fast before we get Ethan out of here. I got to plug this because. Any Ethan Goss fight is an excuse to go buy this shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we unfortunately made it for February and then never got to actually get to that fight in February. But it's still in the store. You can still buy the old Raccoon Wrangler T-shirt. That should be that should be your nickname, Ethan, uh, Ethan the Raccoon, Raccoon Wrangler. Wrangler. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, obviously you should know by now um, – the reason for the shirt is because I have a pet raccoon that lives in my house and she loves Middlesworth barbecue chips, which who doesn't? I mean, come on, right. there's the best chips in the world. Truly. So that's the whole point in the uh, the shirt with the, the coon on it and the eating the chips. It's but so perfect. Believe it or not, I actually put the raccoon outside my house a week ago. Right when I got back from Mexico, I nice. thought – I thought, you know what? Like, she's big enough now. Like, she wants to go outside. I put her outside. I didn't see her for, like, a day. I thought she took off. It turned out she's living under my porch the whole time. <laughs> and uh, she would go <laughs> out at nighttime. She would literally go out at nighttime. And then and by the morning, I would come back. I'd check in the morning, and she'd be under the porch in the morning. And then one That's morning, hilarious. I'd come out, and she's in a tree across the road from my house. And me and Kaylee went over and was like watching her, and she comes down out of the tree, moseys around the creek a little bit, and then beelines it right across the road, right back underneath my porch. So hey, it's like, kn- I, I guess we got this raccoon for life, whether she's outside or not. Hey, man, you can't find Middlesworth barbecue chips out in nature. That's why she knows that where to get true. those. That is true. <laughs> well, I, I always thought of like Ethan as the ultimate man's man, like, you know, and then we were on the phone. A couple a yesterday or an inside source. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I can't. I can't. That was good. That's beautiful. Um, the uh, and then I find I come to find out yesterday or two days ago, whatever, that Ethan doesn't know how to cook a steak. What? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Back it up because I, this I this. Shot. This is infinitely more surprising than you owning a raccoon, Ethan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> infinitely okay. more surprising. Here, here's the thing. Back in the day, a man's man didn't cook. All right? Today's a world. Steak is different. At today's world, in Ryan's little city boy life, a man's supposed to cook on the grill. <laughs> little well, city real man, boy life. 
A real man has a real woman that cooks for him. That's what a real man does. Okay. Okay. I'm still shocked. Yeah, yeah. So am I. So, like, if I threw a ribeye down in front of you and was like, "Hey, Ethan, make this for for us. Like, two ribeyes. Make one for yourself, one for me. What what would you do? Like, how would you approach it? Oh, I could definitely heat the sucker up. You know what I mean? I could probably get it to about the <laughs> in right. In the microwave. Way. But I don't. What I don't know is like I don't know the seasoning stuff and like the marinating shit. Like I don't know all that stuff. Like you want me to throw it on the grill and cook it? Yeah, I could do that. Okay. But all right. The, the the whole art into the cooking with the, you know what I mean? Doing the marinating and the seasoning and all that good stuff, the stuff that makes it taste good. But like I've told Ryan, I mean, I've literally, we've literally shot a deer and cooked it over a campfire at a party one night. Like, okay. So l- let me, if, if, if you're the man's man and like, you know, you have, you have a woman to cook for you. How, how does that, like, how are your hamburgers? Like, how do they taste? Most of the time, pretty good. Okay, well, what about the other times? Well, there was one time that that, that oh. hamburger was still mooing. Yeah. Uh, nice. One time she, I don't know if she pulled a dirty prank on me or what, but it was it was still, still had a heartbeat in the middle of it. That's awesome. Imagine I like. Hamburgers like that. I like them a little cooked, you know what I mean? And I don't want them overcooked, but. I'm with you on cooked. that. Yeah, yeah. So the hilarious thing that you kind of mentioned and just moved on from kind of quickly is that you would rather kill and dress a deer and cook it over a campfire than just season a steak like yeah that's way easier <laughs> <laughs> hey man uh good good fresh venison is some of the best meat you can get you know i don't I mean? disagree like, i don't disagree like you always heard like joe rogan talk about elk meat like you want to you want some of the best tasting meat in the world you gotta have you gotta try caribou meat so we went to Canada before caribou hunting, which is basically reindeer hunting. I pretty much killed Rudolph nice. you know, when I was 12 years old. And uh, caribou meat is literally the best meat I've ever tasted. What cow about it? Pretty good. Yeah, cow face is on point. What about car- – like compare caribou to venison. Like what are, what are we talking? I mean, it's just, I, to me, it was like such a more tender – you know, I mean, venison is obviously good, but it's such a more like tender flavoring – taste of meat you know what i mean it like just falls off you know you just cut so easy it tastes it's so juicy like the best part about venison is like obviously cooking it up the night you cut the deer up but this caribou like we we shot caribou we were as far north as you could drive in quebec we shot them we brought them back after we brought them back we cut them up you know what i mean we had the loins and all that stuff and then had like beef sticks made out of the out of the rest of it but it was just so good tasting. And nice. uh, I think like, so some animals, like I, my cousins, like they went and shot a, uh, they went out West somewhere and shot, I don't know if it was an antelope or what it was, but uh, it was one of the ones that just runs nonstop. And they said it was the worst tasting thing they ever ate, which I guess adrenaline has something to do with it. Something with high adrenaline sense. doesn't have, it like spoils the meat. Mm-hmm. Um, caribou are the laziest thing you could ever see. Like they're well, that's perfect. slow and mopey and lazy. And that must be part of it. I don't know. It makes perfect sense. Plus, you know, the super active, it means they're going to be leaner. The meat's obviously going to be tougher and more muscly versus like you said, lazy caribou, just sitting around like covered in nice fat, keeping the meat all moist. Oh, yeah. like that, that's perfect. I mean, they got to have, they got to have stuff in their bodies to keep warm in that negative 30 degree temperature up there. So. Exactly. Well, now I want to try caribou. Do you think Cheplix has that, Ryan, right up the street? I mean, they have a lot. 
Hey, Ethan, I have a question for you. So we're doing this series, uh, Hidden Gems, right? Uh-huh. So, like, for your your friends, family, and listeners in Altoona area, is there a hidden gem food place there that you're like, hey, man, like, I, I never heard of this place until whenever, and I had it, and it was awesome, and, like, it's it's my it's one of my favorite go-tos. I mean, I know you're kind of in the middle of nowhere, but anywhere. Three places that come to mind. Um, first, Muddy Run Tavern, right in downtown Huntington, PA. Muddy Run Tavern, they have, it's an awesome place, pretty big place, double floor. Um, believe it, it's like the definitely the best place in town. They started as just like in a little wee tiny room, and they moved into a bigger building. Um, they got awesome wings. They got awesome sandwiches and stuff there. Obviously, the beer always tastes good. But uh, they got pool tables, you know. it's like, But it's not like a bar bar where it's open till 2 o'clock in the morning and people are getting drunk and being idiots in. There's them. There's a place out 26, which is literally in the middle of nowhere. It's like the only place on 26 where you can stop and get something to eat from Huntington. Is that where State we College. went? No, we went to Diner 22. Okay, okay. Diner 22 is good, but um, McMurtry's has the best wings in town. 100% guaranteed best wings in town. Um, but the guy that the guy is just a, he owns the bar by himself you know he runs it by himself he lives there he just kind of does it how he feels if he doesn't feel like getting wings on tuesday night he's not going to the store to get wings to cook for tuesday night um that's just kind of how he does it but his wings are amazing awesome um the third place so you want to if you definitely want wings you got to call ahead and be like is today a wing day basically his wings and fries are awesome uh how'd you find out already I'm but uh, Spruce Creek Tavern is another place. Spruce Creek Tavern's got a lot of good food. They they do the uh, wings and fries, and uh, you know when they when they give you fries, they give you like a five gallon bucket full of fries up there. Yeah, we love shouting out good places that uh, you know that nice local local gems, local uh, you know. It's a tough time, man. You know, this this industry is really brutal, and you know, there's a labor shortages. And, oh you know, yeah, yeah, definitely. Crazy. I mean, when we try to eat out, we always try to, you know, instead of going to chain restaurants, we go to, you know, more, more local places. There's a, yeah. another place too called the Village Tavern. Um, it's not far from Huntington. It's it's got a lot of good food and uh, it's a real nice place. They just remodeled and stuff on the inside of it. it. Used to kind of be like a rundown dumpy bar, and then it turned into a real nice restaurant. But uh, and we have a new one that's going to be opening where the old Main Street was. Um, it's called Blue Gill Bar and Grill. It used to be Main Street Cafe. I'm excited for that. It's supposed to be open sometime this year. I'm actually friends with the uh, the owner, the owner's son. Uh, I tossed we we tossed a few beers back before we were buddies. Um, nice, but I'm excited for that one. Uh, it'll be and that one's like two minutes from my house, so it'll be nice to have something close to home. Again. That's awesome. There's a nice uh, five good places for you to go, for people to go out that way with our guest Ethan Goss. They should well, probably well. also they should probably at least one of them needs to sponsor you for the fight too. I think. Between that and Middlesworth, like, what are you guys waiting on? He's here giving you guys free publicity, saying how awesome you are. 
let him put that name on those shorts and show it off inside the cage. Yeah, come on, guys. I mean, holy hell. I mean, I'm even, I'm even distantly related to Middlesworth somehow, and I didn't get no sponsor from them. See, that's you just rude. Get, get the tattoo on your chest, and then they can't deny you. Yeah, just like the old days when they when they had it wrote all over their face and their backs and stuff. That was hilarious. That was <laughs> well, what, amazing. What, what was that? What, it was like a casino or something, right? Yeah, there something were a few, like that. Yeah. You remember the you remember the goofy guy when King of the Cage in the two thousands was real big? He got King of the Cage tattooed in his forehead, the flames yep. around his eyes. One hundred percent. Hey, if you pay me enough, I'll do that with a two four seven logo. No, we're Ready good. I, we're good. I don't want to do what? that. <laughs> not unless I not unless I did it with a two four seven ring. Oh nice. Uh, yeah, you better nice. you better start working on your punch because I don't know if you can you punch hard enough to make an indent. Come on, you make you hurt you hurt my feelings. Oh wait, no, you're not. I've been in this so, long enough not to have feelings anymore. They're exactly. gone. If you're in the feelings fight are, business, you leave your feelings at home. Pretty much. Yeah, that, that's a fact. Because they will tear you down. They will yep. say whatever it takes to tear you down. True. They God. will destroy you. You know I that, Ryan. Destroy you. Dude, it's a fact. It's just a fact. But Ethan, dude, we're not going to keep you any longer. We know you got stuff to do. Raccoons to feed, steaks to season, things of that nature. So, dude, I mean, just to reiterate, if somebody's just popping in, Ethan Goss fights Kevin Barbarina April 16th at Brawl on the Berg 11 at the Monroeville Convention Center. Tickets are on sale now, and that is a pro featherweight title fight. The golden belt is on the line. It's freaking awesome, man. We're excited to, for you to get back in that cage and put on a show because last time we saw you in there, you know, it was fight of the year. So it's going it to be tough amazing. to, yeah, going to be tough to top that one. But I feel like you're up to the task. Hey, hey, man! If you, I'm telling you, April sixth. Whoever's listening, whoever's watching, whoever's going to be watching later, April sixteenth. You want to be there. You do not want to miss this show, right? Comma Worthy's back. I'm back, title on the line, plus a stellar amateur portion of the card. You do not want to miss this show. So hit me up for tickets. Hit me up first, actually, before you hit up anybody else. Hit me up first. You should buy your tickets for me because I'm awesome. But great show, great atmosphere, great production. Everything about it is going to be awesome. Great venue. Come watch some ass kickings. Have a beer, and I'll chat with you after. Hell yeah. We can't wait, man. Hey, See, he can't cut a promo. See, he did. He just did. I just <laughs> Yeah, but I wasn't talking shit. You, like, you want me to cut a promo where I'm like talking shit on somebody. I don't want to talk shit on anybody. You don't need to talk smack on anyone. Well, there you go. There's your promo. Uh, you, we're literally going to cut that and boom, it's it's good. Promo. Boom. So promo. here three three bags of chips. If you three bags of Middlesworth, if you win, Ethan, backstage, I'll have ready for you. All right. You're all, brother. You got you're going to have a whole car full of food for the like you got to get the triple cheeseburger. Now you got three bags of chips. Dude, your whole this car could be full if you keep doing this. Hey, and and if these guys keep coming and putting on a show, I'm more than happy to give it to them, Ryan. Yeah, you got you got to get you got to get uh you got to get Jew heard his cheeseburger, you know what I mean? He, he wants that yeah. triple cheeseburger. Well, I've been holding I think out. first we got to get him a match. <laughs> we need to <laughs> well, get him yeah. out. 
Hey, that's coming too. So we're going to get Edwin Vera back in that cage. And I got your triple cheeseburger waiting. I might get it here at V&V Scratch Kitchen and really treat you, dude. This place is phenomenal. V&V Scratch Kitchen, Finleyville. Guys, I was there like, I don't know, pre-pandemic when they first opened within a year or two and we were blown away. If they were, you know, if I lived anywhere closer to there, that would be like my spot. But right now it's like, a great spot to make a make a trip here and there to oh man it is so good like it's a it is truly a hidden gem like you don't think about it you don't like you don't but all of a sudden you're like let's go to vmv oh yes it's like a it's like a celebration when you think about it i like how they don't really pictures of their food online apparently i'm trying to like show some food pics and there's, there's none that food picks. Yeah, well, I, you know, I showed them earlier, so the people are going to yeah. have to deal because I, I closed that window, so we're, we're out of that life now. But <laughs> we uh, take take our word for it, man. V&V Scratch Kitchen was was amazing. So come out, check it out. Let us know your own hidden gem. You know, we're still going through this. We're going to do a different place every Friday. We have a very extensive list right now to work off of, but we're always down for more. There's always room for more. So Thanks for listening, everybody. Ethan, thanks for coming out again, man. It's always a pleasure genuinely to sit down and talk with you, man. We can't wait for April, and uh, we'll all be in touch soon. Let's get it. Yep, thank you, guys. It's my pleasure. Thanks, Ethan. Thanks, Hunter.